Hi, I'm Gavin. And I'm Graham. And this is Clover and Haggis. On this week's episode, we talk all about coming out and the upcoming Pride season. Hey, Gav. Hey, Graham. How's it going? Going okay. I'm learning Clover and Haggis. I'm saying how to say it. Can you remember how you say it right? Yeah, Clover and Haggis. It's not that hard. I'm sure that every single time it's just a dyslexic side of it. Like, is it Haggis? And how do you spell Haggis? <laughs> um, it's an I-S, not a U-S. Yeah, yeah. So I spelled Haggis. It's is, not us. I think as long as it's phonetic, it's okay. I'm okay with that. Yeah, it's good. But we're on to our second episode. Yes. Can you believe it? We're here. Episode number two. I know. I'm actually looking forward to this one. I feel a lot more comfortable. So the first one sounded great. I'm really happy with that. How did you find episode one to this one? Yeah, I think episode one went well, as well as can be expected for the first episode of a podcast. But we got through it, and now we're going to be talking about coming out. But before we do that, how's your week been? What's new since last week? I've bought a car. can't believe it. So I've actually gotten a car after going for ages without a car. But they're expensive. Oh, yeah, definitely. The cars are expense even after you buy one you still have to pay quite a lot yeah so it's still kind of costing me a bit of money on it but i've decided to call it tina because it has a hard fringe like from bob's burgers so it's tina and the boy that's its full name tina tina and the boy no tina the boy i mean tina can be a boy's name too look at um Star Trek Discovery has the main character, Michael, who is a woman. Yeah, I actually really like that. I was just like, oh, I really like that for a name. Yeah, names don't have to be gender specific. Let's be completely honest. Absolutely. 2022. What about you? What have you been up to? So we've just been getting ready for Pride season. Obviously, Pride season will be kicking off next Wednesday after this podcast comes out. I'm going to be kicking off Pride season with a charity stream, which will be supporting Mind LGBTQ, which is a mental health charity that is run by members of the LGBTQAI plus community for members of the community. So great charity, they do great work. So I'm really looking forward to kicking off Pride season, raising some dollar. That's fun. So where will you be doing that? Uh, this will be on my Twitch, which I'll leave a link in the description. So if you want to check that out, it will be next Wednesday, 1st of June from 7pm GMT. Wait, no, BST, because we're now in British summer time. So yeah, if you want to check that out and support a good cause, come along. Go follow him. You can see him in person. Yeah, the link will be in the description. So I suppose we should talk about like... We're going to be talking about coming out and different sides of it. So we'll talk about our own stories. Yeah, we'll get that in. Yeah. If you want to you start with that, tell us your coming out story. Oh, my coming out story. My coming out story is also tracked on the internet. It's my first content creation. So they're like when I was in university, we had done like the LGBT, it gets better. We went through the whole story. So mine is, I can't remember whether I was 17 or 18. And essentially what happened was I had went to a party, my brother's, and one of his friends had a, a gay best friend. I don't know what way you say that. <laughs> gay best friend? Yeah, G- yeah GBF. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. So the GBF was there and a and I wasn't out at the time. He kept on coming on to me quite hard. So I just left. I got really drunk and left because he was trying hard. And the next week I seen him in the gay club and he was like, I won't say anything. And of course, the next day, my brother is straight in contact with me. <laughs> you know? Oh, so this person actually outed you to yes, your, yeah. your family? Went wow. straight to the friend and the friend and the, like the one that my brother was with at the time. And then she went straight to him. And then, of course, he came straight to me and was just like, come around for pizza. And at the time, I mean, I'm so close to all my brothers now. But at the time, um, I wasn't that close with him. We, we hated each other. It was just a teenage years. <laughs> so I got brought over for pizza. And I was just like, oh, Christ, he knows. <laughs> so it was so interesting. It was actually, you know, it was the longest 40 minutes for a pizza in my goddamn life. I was just like, where is this fucking pizza? Because we sat in silence. <laughs> and essentially, when the pizza came and it was like, whatever, probably a me feast being a gay pizza. You're like, how do you come out on a pizza? <laughs> plenty of sausage on it. Yeah, plenty. Just I'll just have sausage on mine. <laughs> um, so yeah, eventually I went and I went to take a slice of pizza and he was like, so I hear you're a fag. And it was just like, yeah, <laughs> just kind of at the pizza. But it kind of just, that was the start part of a... So you were outed. Someone actually pretty much took the opportunity away from you to actually come out by yourself. The took that from you and decided it was okay to tell people that you were gay yeah yeah absolutely it's quite odd now that you think back in there but this was maybe what 20 years ago so a different place than what you'd hoped would happen now so you what, was 20 years ago so early early noughties i don't know i'm 37 now so what does that make when i'm yeah that would have been, seven- <laughs> been about 17 god that's awful like no one should ever out anyone else did you actually tell this person you weren't out like, was yes. that a conversation? Yeah, I think because he was coming on to me so heavily and because I was rejecting him, so he was a bit of a, like, I'm going to show you. 
<laughs> wow, yeah. that's that's actually awful. Um, you should never out anyone, to be completely honest. And just to out you because you rejected them was a bit odd, dicky. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, that's true. I actually never really thought about it because it, the rest of it just flares over to it. You know, once I told my mom, my mom actually was really funny about it. She was just like, "How do you know that? Um, how do you know that you're gay?" And I'm like, "Well, how do you know that you're straight?" And she's just like, "Because I like dick." And I'm like. So do the ones that I like. And she was just like, okay, okay. Yeah. And then the next question was just like, which one are you? Has she done a penis? And I did it. Oh. <laughs> she's like, are you the top or the bottom? I'm like, let's stop here. Wow. <laughs> what was your coming out story again? Oh, so things are quite easy. I was, well, not was, I am one of three homosexuals in my immediate family. So I was the last one to come out. My younger brother came out just before me. I was, I believe I was sitting in one of my friend's houses with a few of her friends and my dad called me randomly and he called me to tell me my younger brother had just came out of the closet which we already knew he was gay before then because we kept finding porn under his pillow <laughs> but I may or may not have sneakily watched like I'm not going to comment on that Yeah. Uh, but yeah my dad called me and he was like so your younger brother just told me he's gay and then he was just like so I'm just going to ask are you gay as well and I was like looking at my friends like oh shit what do I see here so I was just like, yes, I am, and I will speak to you about this later. Hold on, could they all hear you? Uh, yeah, I think they pretty much got the gist of it. Right, And right. Then, they, then when I came off the phone, they were like, what was that? And I was like, you know what, I may as well just do this all at one go. And I was just like, oh, my little brother just came out as gay. And they were like, so what were you saying yes to? And I was like, well, he was just asking if I'm gay as well. And I was like, what? Uh, how many people were there? How many friends were there? Um, I want to say four or five. That was fine. Uh, I, I left my friend's house and I went home. I was like, oh, fucking Jesus. Everyone's going to be like, oh, God, not another gay person in the family. But when I went home, my dad just handed me a box of beer and was like, yeah, have, some, have some beer. Have some beer. I was like, you do realize I'm gay. I've just came out as gay. Where's the wine, bitch? Yeah, like, yeah. What is this manly beer you're handing me? Yeah, I suppose it's different for each people. I suppose I think coming out can sometimes be different on how it can be like with mothers to fathers and impressions about what it might be like. Yeah, in family sense, I was lucky. I never had any issues with any family member. No one, not that no one cared, but it made literally zero difference to their lives. Yeah. Like the only thing I ever got said that really annoys me, and I think a lot of people get this said to them, when you come out, people's reactions, or especially parents, and I don't think they mean it in a bad way, but it's like, oh, well, I'm never getting grandkids. That was said to me like so many times. I'm like, and actually, that's not true because your brothers have kids. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's, that's a bit of an outdated story. It's maybe something that people would have thought 10 years ago, but I don't think in 2022 you'd have that same thought. Yeah, not now in 2022, but back then, were gay people allowed to adopt in the early noise? I actually can't remember. Yeah. Um, they probably were in Scotland, or maybe it was coming. Actually, I can look that up. We can find out. Okay, so I looked it up, and gay adoption wasn't actually legalised until the 28th of September 2009 in Scotland. So back when I came out, it was a fair thing to say that you wouldn't get grandkids. It's not the nicest things to hear. Yeah, yeah, but it's probably something that wasn't even an option at that point. But now, it's it, you wouldn't think anything about you know somebody adopting kids or having kids other ways, like surrogates and stuff like that. Yeah, there's a lot of different ways you can do it now. But that was the only thing that was ever really said to me by my family that ever bothered me. But It's not the biggest deal at the end of the day. It's better to just be accepted. And what about your friends and stuff? How did they take it? Uh, most of my friends were okay. I did lose quite a lot of friends when I came out. I lost, I'd say, about 10, 15 people. And they were what? Dodgy as... <laughs> you were like, where are those friends now? <laughs> Excuse me, leave my chavy past childhood alone. Yes, okay? yeah, that, yeah. that is not what we're talking about here. If we do an episode on chavs, I will yeah. discuss that. At point. <laughs> but no, friends, the main friends I had... I kept most of them. Friends I had from different schools I used to... The friends I had from my school were fine. I had friends from a different school that I used to hang around with on the weekend. They kind of stopped talking to me for whatever reason. Was it that you were, were you in school? Were you in secondary school? I had just left, but right. I was still friends with everyone who I was... Yeah, they're all still your yeah. best friends. We're never going to be enough friends. <laughs> yeah, and now literally all my friends from high school... I don't talk to any of them. Yeah. So I'm like, I'll be like the occasional birthday message on Facebook or something, but like we wouldn't actually get together for a drink or I couldn't really tell you that much about their lives and vice versa. Do you know, it's so different now. I'm at my secondary school. There was no out gay people. So I'm 37. So in my secondary school, nobody came out as gay. There was some very obvious gay people who was mm. like, I've watched Titanic 17 times and I cried every time. And you're like, you don't need to. And that's why, like, you know, but there was nobody who'd outly said they were gay in, in my entire secondary school. So like, I didn't come out until I left school. I specifically waited and be like, as yeah. soon as you finish. I can't remember if any of my friends or anyone in my high school was out. 
per se, but there was one of my friends, Darren, he wasn't out, but everyone just assumed he was gay. Yeah. And he used to get beat up all the time for just being, for just them assuming he was gay, not even knowing for a fact that yeah. he was gay. Just being perceived as. Yeah. And it was awful. And I think it scared quite a lot of people, me as well, to ever even say anything well in high school. After I came out, someone who I went to high school with who was a bit rougher and one of the people who used to beat up people for being gay asked me if I was gay. And even though I had already been out to all my friends and family and I think I was in a relationship at this point with a guy, I literally just said no. I was like, no, I'm definitely not. And then just kept walking because I was like, even I think that was like 18 maybe, even at 18 I was still scared to even admit I was for fear of retaliation from what I'd seen in high school. It's like... I suppose, I think that coming out comes like, you get coming out in every side of it you come out in your job you come out every time you, you every time you meet somebody new and they make an assumption that you're maybe like oh your wife must be because they see a ring on your finger and you have to be like my husband <laughs> oh yeah we, we never as gay people or people of the lgbtqi plus community we never stop coming out yeah absolutely i mean even i i, so I work with older people and i've had like 90 year olds say your wife must be and i've said husband and you can see their daughter looking at me going why are you telling her that you're gay? And I'm like, I'm not hiding it. If it's their problem, that's a them problem. <laughs> yeah, if someone doesn't like it, that is definitely a them problem. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, we definitely have to, we always come out. Yeah. I think we must have came out like a million times in our yeah, life so yeah. far. And we will continue to come out pretty much until we are no longer here. Yeah, I mean, I think I, I come out every time I'm on my job because I've got loads of like, so I've got backgrounds in like working for the switchboard on like a gay switchboard mm-hmm. um, and doing like LGBT charities and stuff like that. And so every time I go for a job, it is plastered with enough gay shit that they have to talk about it. And I'm like, mm-mm-mm. <laughs> but I, I like that because I don't want to be in a job where they're going to look at it and raise an eyebrow. I would rather know at the interview stage so I could never go near that job. <laughs> yeah. People still now just assume that you're straight until told otherwise. Yeah. So, like you say, when we obviously married, so we have rings. Everyone who asks me, like, "Oh my god, your wife," and I'm like, "Yeah." Like, do you not hear the way I talk? You honestly think it's a wife, and I'm like, "Yes, work bitch, downhill." Bitch. Yeah, yeah. When you've got your like unicorn top on and the rainbow flying out of it, <laughs> and the hat with the little what's the little what's your little thing called, Igor? It, no, no, like marshmallow. It's called the little unicorn. is called marshmallow. Marshmallow. Yes. But yeah, I'm like, honestly, you think this is a straight man? <laughs> I mean, I dress like a straight man because my fashion sense is shit. Yeah, but yeah, definitely not. But I think if you're walking in the street, I don't think that you're evidently like. Not that it's a good or bad thing, because I love people who are completely out there and and really themselves now. But like, I don't think that it's evidently that somebody from across the street would be like, "That's a flying homosexual." <laughs> yeah, but then that's because they probably just think stereotypical gay people are like yeah. over the top flamboyant, and they can be all and everything. And they can be everything. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so can... many different type of gay people. Yeah, and every one of them is valid. Yeah, yeah. I just wish people just wouldn't assume that everyone's straight until told otherwise. We should just be don't just don't assume. Yeah, actually, it's like coming. I have to come out to people to say that I'm not into clothes shopping because I've had people be like, "You're gay." Oh, what do you think of this? And I'm like, "No, just no." <laughs> yeah. Or when you come out to people and they're like, "Oh my god, I wouldn't, I would never guess you were gay," as yeah. if that's a compliment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what? You pull off the straight five really well, and I'm like, like "Well, thank you for me hiding myself from the truth." <laughs> it's like, why do you think that's a compliment? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's not. I get maybe maybe if maybe years ago, I think how how I think of like gender is completely changed in sexualities. So I don't think of it as in the same way that I did 10, 15, 20 years ago. And I think that that, for me, that's about looking at the younger generation. Like I I had a friend in work who was like, my 11 year old came up to me and said like, this is my friend, Sam, he's bisexual. And I'm like, he's 11. Oh my God. (laughs) Like to be 11 years old and confident to say I'm bisexual is something unheard of in my... Have you heard of, like, you know, I just think because a new generation of kids have all of us ahead of them and loads of programming, loads of stuff, maybe it's going to be easier. Do you mean, like, TV programs and yeah. stuff? Yeah, it's definitely more... TV, internet, they have access, they can look stuff up. <laughs> yeah, when we when we were coming out when we were younger, we didn't exactly have internet yeah. the way they do now. I mean, slightly more than you, you probably had, like, porno magazines where I could probably watch some porn online and or read about some stuff online, but that was my late teens I would say yeah like before internet I was probably having to make stick men and just put a penis on them like <laughs> this will have to do <laughs> yeah. but yeah definitely I was way before internet was even there so the idea that that's there is going to be a huge difference plus all the stuff that gay stuff that's happened since then like equal marriage and adoption and more equal rights into thing it's a whole different world so you think it's easier for people to come out now than it was for you when 
you will come down. I think it's always going to be a bit of an uphill struggle to push against it mm-hmm. to get it right, but it's in the right direction. Like people would say to me, well, you've got all legal rights. So therefore, there's no discrimination. And I'm like, that. well, that's not necessarily true because there's a history there as important as it is for everything else. And that's as important. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Having rights doesn't mean there isn't discrimination. Yeah. Just because like, we're lucky enough to live in Scotland, which is quite progressive when it comes to absolutely yeah, gay rights. But that doesn't mean we don't get discriminated against by certain people. And it doesn't mean people who come up to their families now don't get yeah. shunned or told to get the hell out or never accepted or it just still happen some people don't come out and that's okay like there's a lot of pressure for people yeah. to, to always come out and actually it's not always somebody's journey it's just about being okay with what like sometimes it's about i've asked people before um when they were like i want to come out i've just asked them to tell me what they would say to their you know x y mother father and just hear what they say and having them talk it out sometimes just puts the words to it do you think it's always necessary to actually come out it's a hard one, isn't it? Because I think that it's always better to come out. It's always better to be a true self. I actually think that like it's changed my life to come out, and I can't imagine I can't imagine have holding it in like longer than I did. I think I was making myself ill. I was getting like infantile, you know, where you have stress and like your body, yeah, that's yeah. like horrible. And I was like spewing or getting sick, depending on where you're from, um, all the time in it. And I never realized that that was like stress that I was just trying to hold it in. So I just I basically had to come out because I was like, if I don't. I could feel it rumbling in me. So imagine holding that for like a, a, like another 18 years or another whatever amount of time. I don't know if I knew from birth, <laughs> you know, I came out of the room being like, hey, honey, <laughs> is that a doctor? <laughs> Do you want to cut this umbilical cord? Yeah, yeah. yeah. You, <laughs> you call that a cord? <laughs> oh my Mine is beaded, honey. <laughs> yeah, I think for some people it's important to come out and like you say, live their true authentic selves. But I don't necessarily think everyone needs to come out to live their true authentic self. Some people are just who they are and who they love. It's none of your fucking business. And if you ask, they might tell you, but they won't just be like, yeah, yeah. yeah." yeah. And think of it. We think of coming out like, like, oh, that's what telling your family, maybe telling your friends, maybe like, like that somebody else knows who you are and they're maybe friends with you knowing that you're like a gay person or or whatever. Yeah. You know, it makes all the difference because you're like, oh, look, that's not a big deal. This person has the same thoughts that I have. (laughs) Did you lose any friends when you came out? I lost one friend and I think it was really over that his first reaction wasn't great and he tried afterwards, but I was too like too kind of like no no i can't deal with that you know so we we just stopped becoming friends it was something like he just said in a text message i can't really cope with that and i was like whatever that's you out of my life mm-hmm. but i mean we're still friends in it in a way at, at, at the moment we just have, don't have that close contact on it but so how long after you told him did he try and make amends for it after he said it to you was it like years or was it like still within no i think it was in a short time i think i okay. was just i was just kind of at that time being a bit brash is maybe the right choice of words so do you feel like maybe you overreacted a little bit or do you feel like you were completely valid and just be like no sorry if you can't accept this now do you know it's kind of like i can't i can't if i if i was the same person i am now i'm 37 now mm-hmm. if i was in the same situation i would completely understand it i think when you tell people and i always think about this when you tell people first that you're gay, lesbian, whatever, their reaction might be complete surprise. So like, like their reaction, you've had loads of time, sometimes years of thinking of it and mm-hmm. overthinking of it. Yeah, yeah. And then you're putting all of this onto them and giving them an hour to say the right thing at the right time and be in the right mood and have the right response. It's completely unrealistic. Yeah. It's okay for their reaction or first reaction not to be great. And that comes with time. You know, sometimes people need a bit of time to process it. It's a big deal. You know, people like even parents are sometimes like the whole old ideology of you're going to grow up and you're going to get married and you're going to have kids and buy a house and a fence. And ours is like, we're going to have a playroom, but there's never going to be any kids in that playroom. It's a completely different thing. (laughs) (laughs) So you you feel like now in your 30s that you would be a bit more understanding of people not react in the way you assume they should straight away you would be more yeah i give, give a bit more time for it i, I like i would i would i actually think i would just care less if they didn't have if they had a problem with it i'd just be like whatever that's a you problem yeah <laughs> i think when you when you're younger as well for us anyway when we were first coming out like you say we put so much pressure on ourselves because yeah. we've been living with this secret i guess yeah for so long that we do care about people's reactions, especially our family and friends. Because when you're like 16, 17, your friends are your everything at that point. You're like, oh my God, we're going to be best yeah. friends forever. Yeah. So you do worry about how people are going to react to you. 
at that time. But as we get older, if someone said anything to me now about being gay, like a co-worker or someone I was like maybe becoming friends with who didn't know and they had an issue with it, I'd be like, well, bye, bitch. Like, life's too short. Go away. Sometimes it's really cute. I have a really cute story about uh, my next door neighbor. So my niece, who the, all my all my nieces and nephews all know I'm gay. Yes, from yeah. Their whole entire life, they've grown up knowing that they have a gay uncle. And so my, my niece had a friend next door who didn't know, didn't, wasn't in that often. And when they were both in playing in the kitchen, my niece was just like, "Oh, like Gavin's got a boyfriend," and the <laughs> the friend was just like girlfriend and she's like no boyfriend and the, the next door neighbor the little kid was just like no boys have girlfriends and my niece actually said he's gay and she just looked at me and was just like oh, are you a gay <laughs> and i was just like <laughs> what age was the one that said that they were, they were about six at the time and she was just in shock and she was just like that's not a bad thing i've just never met gay before and I was just like well now you have that is adorable yeah it was really sweet but I actually thought it was really sweet that my niece was straight away like you know just correcting her it wasn't a big deal and so they've all grown up with that that's a whole generation ahead of us that we don't know what it'll be like them to be born to have sickening uncles I would say I mean work bitch I I wouldn't class as a sickening I'd class as as annoying we're definitely yeah. annoying yeah <laughs> of course i'm sure if i asked them they would be like don't give them enough money <laughs> yeah <laughs> even from like kids reactions like if you get take kids like our nieces and nephews for example their reactions to being gay are just like so and <laughs> they're like yeah. yeah okay that's great work bitch go yeah yeah they like we really don't care it just shows that fear or homophobia isn't something you're born with you literally have to be taught it from somewhere because from every experience with our niece and nephews they don't care yeah, they yeah. do not care absolutely it's not as big a deal I mean I think every experience is so different on yes. this and I totally get that some people's reactions are not great I've, I've yeah. like I've worked with people coming out who have different experience of it and sometimes it's like coming out in your job you know like telling people in your job like you're if you're a, a teacher or a lecturer or anything on it like you and you want to just be true to yourself it's a completely different experience than maybe coming out or not you know it's so what is coming out these days you know these days i mean i think it still all goes down to having to tell people that you're gay or lesbian or yeah, yeah. even trans i mean like having to call continually everything yeah having to continually tell people to tell them that you don't have a wife you have a husband or tell them what pronouns you use because obviously now being like non-binary or using like they them pronouns is a different type of coming out because you're still having to tell people actually i don't fall into what people expect like straight cis yeah yeah i absolutely agree with that i think as you get older i i I, we used to talk about that like women's sexuality change over time and that men's are different on it but actually that how we look at sexuality has completely changed and what coming out is going to change over time as well yeah because when we were coming out we were just coming out just for sexuality but now people have to come out for their gender identity as well you're not even just coming out yeah for yeah. being gay bi lesbian you know if you're non-binary if you're gender x like you constantly having to come out because other people decided that cis straight is the norm and anything else you have to tell people that yeah. you're not in that air quote normal perception of gender and sexuality does it bother you does it bother you if somebody comes up and assumes that you're with like that you have to fix it because it doesn't really bother me it depends on the situation sometimes like if somebody came up to me and said you're, you and your wife have a nice meal or something i sometimes i correct them sometimes i don't sometimes i just not interested sometimes i'm like whatever i just just bought milk yeah no i don't think it it doesn't bother me as such I would have preferred we lived in a world where cis straight wasn't the norm and people didn't just assume that's what I am and that's what other people am, of course. Does it annoy me? Maybe a little bit. I'd probably say a little bit that it's just the assumption because we're, we exist and we have existed for a long time. Yeah. So the fact that people still look at cis straight as the norm and like come on it's 2022 you shouldn't be looking at that as the norm yeah yeah but sometimes like sometimes it's just assumed in it it's just ingrained in i've worked with older people and the assumption is that they can always get married you know so yeah. even then you're assuming that they had the ability to have a husband or wife or partner of their choosing because a lot of this stuff wasn't legal you know i i, I remember it became legal to be gay in ireland 
and it wasn't that long ago. It was, well, it was longer than it was like it was after Scotland, but yeah, I, I think Scotland were the first in the UK to legalize. Yeah, I think Scotland was really early compared to Ireland, but I remember it happened in Ireland and it was just like that it, they they got rid of the like illegal to be gay, and I remember just like a tear coming to my eye. I was just like, that's so beautiful that a government can now recognize equality, even though it should be standard. I'm glad that we got there, even if we had to get there. <laughs> yeah, I don't remember that, and obviously I didn't live in Ireland, but when Ireland, the Republic of Ireland, were doing the vote for legalizing gay marriage, yeah. I was living in Belfast at the time, so I was a part of that vote. Yeah. I uh, got to vote for that. For oh, could you vote? Uh, did, I, did I vote? I, can't, I think so, or did I canvass for it? I met a canvass for it in Ireland. I think that's what it was. But to be a part of that, to be a part of a referendum, yeah. even where the people voted for us, rather than against us that I remember that I don't remember the legalisation I think I was too young but to have the people of a country yeah. be like yeah of course this is fine I wonder, of course it's and of course there, there, there's always like polarizing different views of it so the, but some of the canvases and the stuff that people stuck up on the yeah. you know it was disgraceful I remember looking at that and saying young you kids you know like when people are saying protect their kids I'm like protect your kids from seeing that vulgar horrendous crap bullshit you know but they they had to show like a flavor of both sides so you always had somebody being like I treat people like human beings and somebody else on the other side going they're not human beings kill them all <laughs> you know like the horrendous other side yeah. of it um, it's unfortunate but you do always get two sides to everything and the people who seem to hate gay people do go to the absolute extreme of it let's be honest they're, they're never just like eh, I don't accept that they're like fucking awful okay but on that though I think we're going to take a break and we will be back in a minute see you in a bit And we're back here in this room in the same place that we were, that we didn't move. We moved a little bit. We took <laughs> well, a break. Yeah, we took, we took a break, but now we're back and we're going to continue talking about coming out. So we were just discussing there. Do we think it's easier to come out to a man or to a woman? Yeah, and Graham was trying to talk and I was just like, no, no, save it. Save it for the podcast. Don't oh, tell me. I don't want to yeah, know personally. If, if the cameras aren't rolling, yeah. we don't want to know. Yeah, exactly. If it's not if it's not out there. <laughs> if it's not being recorded, don't speak. Do yeah. I have something on my face? Yes. <laughs> so women, women easier than men. But you know, I, I'm from a house full of men. All of... I've got t- three brothers and my dad and my mom, who's a total geezer bird, like not a, fe- not a feminine, what you would call... Uh, woman but like so she's I love that about her it's my favourite like you know but your, your mom is pretty awesome let's be so, honest but with my like brothers and me, like being all men and my dad they were so decent about it they were so good about it and I realise that's not the same experience for everyone it took us a bit of time to come to it one of my brothers which will be delighted that he's been talked about had said at one point it took a bit of time for us to all know that that I was gay but to uh, what way what would you say they all they all knew I was gay but it wasn't comfortable so it took a little bit of time and then we were all at Christmas one time and it was something about like the cracker on the tree and it was like, oh, not not just that one fairy or something like that. I don't know. My family all have this story down to a T. A fairy joke. <laughs> a fairy, something yeah. like, not the only fairy in the house or something. <laughs> and everyone cracked out laughing. And then ever since it was like, not a deal. My dad is completely fine with He's met all my ex-partners, met you. He's never, he's never like, you know, and all of the boys have never been like anything kind of. Oh yeah. I, I don't think I've ever felt on accepted in your family ever yeah. by any of them yeah and they're all straight guys so they're all like like cis straight men I can't remember from when I actually came out if I was more worried about telling a man or a woman or how they would react differently but now I probably feel more comfortable with telling a woman than I would a man I think we're the typical like gay men who just love strong powerful women and so like I really really I think like all of my like closest friends I suppose I've got a lot of close straight male mates as well yeah but I think I always feel more comfortable telling a woman because I feel and it's not necessarily true for everyone but I do feel like women are more accepting of gay people than men can be I love I love when you come out to like a guy and they're like I've been in a gay bar I've been in a gay bar <laughs> straight men love telling you they've been in a gay bar yes yeah they love it they think it's the best thing ever and we're like 
Yeah. Great. That's that's lovely. Yeah, can, yeah. Can you not? <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. I, I had an uncle. I had an uncle, right? And when he found out that I was gay, he had come from Germany and he goes, oh, you know, I know how to treat gay men. Just treat them like they're women. That's what I do. And I was just like, what is wrong? Uh, like, just, I remember just in yeah. my head being like, just treat them like they're women. That's what they want. And I'm like, you're talking because to a gay man. all gay men like being treated like women. It's exactly what we, that's why we're gay. It's yeah. what we want. Please, please treat us like women. Yeah. And if you cannot hear the sarcasm, in my voice I will just say I am being sarcastic but yeah I think it's easier coming out to women than it would be to men what do you what do you think yeah definitely I think women I suppose uh, for me have a bit more nurturing side of it so I like a, a matriarchal or, or a strong woman and think I think actually the friends that I told first women 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 yes yeah so I think I naturally told and had more female friends growing up and it's easier for me to engage in that way yeah I think from any bad reactions I've typically had have came from straight men. Now, not all straight men, because we do have uh, straight friends, straight male friends who are awesome and the nicest, most accepting people you will ever meet. But I do definitely find women have accepted me easier than men would normally, just from my own experience of coming out. Yeah, I think when I'm thinking about it, I'm thinking when I was like 18 and 17, mm-hmm. but now I was like 37. I don't, you know, like it's different now, isn't it? Like I don't think of... I don't really care as much what other people think about it. Yeah, exactly. If they're not paying your bills, pay those bitches no mind. Thanks, RuPaul. But there is a bit about when it's appropriate or when you can go back in the closet because that's a whole different side of it. Yeah, and it definitely happens. People do definitely go back into the closet. Yeah, well... Obviously, with your job, you've got first hand of it, so... Yeah, yeah. It's not even that. Sometimes it's even being in the streets. Like, I've been in a, a rough part of Dublin or a rough part, and I will basically butch myself up put like my jacket up wait my, you can actually butch I can, I can be butch I can do it can, can I see this Gavin yeah. this is like zip all the way up and like shoulders kind of put forward and your hat up just to make yourself look as dangerous as possible <laughs> so, and like just like singing you know like going through Taliban and singing Gangster's Paradise and being like been so, been the most alive so to butch yourself up you literally put on a baseball cap have you seen me in a yeah, baseball yeah. cap yeah. they no, ain't nothing butch about that. yeah yeah your baseball caps are like straight they're not kind of like curved uh, around they're you called have to, snapbacks yeah. they are a fat Fashion, darling. They're a disgrace. They're a disgrace. <laughs> Do not be coming for my They're horrendous. They're like little teeth. They look. Y'all look like. You know, what's the guy from um, Pikachu's master? Ash Ketchum. Yeah, his, are, his hat isn't straight, is it? No. Yeah, of course it is. Yeah, it's something. I'm going to have to look up Pokemon. <laughs> yeah, to see this. But keep my hat's name. Yeah. <laughs> Out of your goddamn mouth. <laughs> so you would boot yourself up if you think the area is maybe a bit more... Yeah, I would definitely try it. I suppose that's the, the, the weird thing is if you can... And this is so stupid to say, passable. If you need to be oh, in really... Word, yeah. yeah, it's a horrible word to say, but like if you're in a really dodgy area and there's... 10, 15 people all like drinking and something on the side of the street, you might just try and make yourself look less like a target. <laughs> Yeah, especially when we're together. So if we're walking home after uh, like being out and clubbing and stuff, and you do, you can get, you can pick up vibes from people who may feel slightly more dangerous and dodgy. So if maybe if they asked us if we were gay, I would probably say no, just for safety, I guess. So I guess that's probably a type of going back in the closet for like circumstantial go back into the closet oh I'll give you a really good one yeah. when I went to buy a car <laughs> when I went to buy my car I had to basically like I have no idea about like how cars work I know you turn the engine and they're on and that's it uh, like the last car was pretty the one before that I spent a fortune on but when I went in to get um, a car I had to pretend like I knew what a fan belt was I had to like I looked at some YouTube videos and I was like okay I'm going to pretend like I like looking at the wheels being like yeah that's a black wheel I mean I don't think that's you going back into the closet I think that's you just pretending like you know yeah. anything about yes, vehicles yeah. I have knowledge about cars and sports you can ask me about any sports and not just RuPaul's Drag Race a drag race <laughs> cards you know <laughs> Gay people know stuff about cars that's and true. sports. That's, that's, true. That, that's that's not a gay thing. That's a you thing. That's a me thing. <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> Absolutely. I think at different times in your life, you will go back into the closet for different reasons. Like if it's safety, depending yeah. on which country you're in. Let's be honest. It could be a safety thing. That's true. We were we were in a country that Poland. We, we yeah, were in Poland. Yeah, we were in Poland, and we were in. The, was it the capital? Was it Warsaw? Is Warsaw the capital? I think Warsaw, so, yeah. Um, and we went, and there was an element of danger. because Was that where... What was the club like there? Was that the one we didn't know? Yeah, you, you could Google it, and then you went, you could find the club. But yes, you had to go marked. through doors. Yeah, you had to go into a shopping centre and, and like down the stairs and down the stairs to where you wouldn't even hear the music. You were like, this can't be it. This is a like 
shopping center and then it would bring you downstairs into the back. It it really, even when we were out, we made it clear and said, don't put our hands on each other because it felt more dangerous. Yeah, well, I think we all know the, the history of gay rights in Poland. So when we were there, what, six years ago? Yeah. It, wa- it wasn't great. So we definitely went back into the closet in a sense and pretended like we were just friends. We were totally weren't a, a gay couple. It, Actually. It, it wasn't I, comfortable. Yeah. And I enjoyed ignoring you anyway. I was like, do I have to even talk to you? Can I just go and have a different holiday here? <laughs> we had only been together two months at that point. So yeah. you were already bored of me at that point. Why are you still here now? God. Was that two months in? It was two months in. Yeah, two or yeah. two, three months in. Yeah. When I, I think, think we went in May, actually, it was literally about six years ago. It would have been six years ago this year or five years ago. Five years ago this year. Oh, okay. I can't really... Like right now, actually. Why yeah. that, was that the first holiday we went on? Yeah, that was our first ever holiday. We decided to go to Poland, of all places. And then was not Ireland after that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. but Ireland, at least Ireland's like slightly more exotic. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to introduce you to 50 of my family all at the same time, banging on the window. <laughs> yeah, circumstances depend on, like like I say, where, which country you're in. Some countries are just not great with gay rights. Some, we're luckily enough to live in one that yeah. really is. We, Scotland I don't is think... really good. I think Scotland is like number one in a lot of places. They've been really progressive with like Ireland and like definitely gets there on it but it's t- it's definitely taken a bit longer for it you know it was surprising when I first came to Scotland I was like what are all these human rights doing here? Yeah. I don't think here we feel we feel very much for being like attacked or assaulted for being gay here I mean it definitely does still happen that it does 100% but it's not like a fear that's always at your back uh, like at the back of my head as we're like walking down the street and I would say if someone was to batter you, it's because of your personality. Like it's not into, like gay. Of course, yeah, no. Like yeah. Of gay, it's is not in the top ten things that annoys me about you most. I know. It's just because <laughs> I'm very fucking annoying. Yeah. I completely agree. Yeah. I would like that's your first choice. I that's <laughs> at least number five. You are such a bitch. I know. Oh, actually, I've got a story. So uh, there's one, my ex that I was with, and so we went to France, and you know, like you order a double bed, and you get like with your partner which should never be anything on it but when we arrived at the front desk uh, the woman was like oh I can see you've got a double bed here Uh, I'll get you two single beds and we were like no no that's fine and she's like no no it's not a problem I'm not going to charge you anything extra and I'm like no no that's fine it's okay a double bed is what we were wanting and she was like there's no difference in the price and I'm like that's my partner she was shocked this was like in France now good 15 years ago mm-hmm. but she was so shocked and she was just like I, at the time now I think of it it's so silly but at the time she said kiss prove it to me so we had to kiss Wait, she made she made you kiss to yeah. prove you were gay yes yeah yeah she was just like she didn't believe that my partner and I wanted a double bed well, well, that's not okay no I know it was like 15 years ago and it was but she was the receptionist it was only her and she was just like I can't believe it she was hysterical <laughs> hysterical in a homophobic way or just, just because she was shocked yeah she was shocked I, she wasn't she wasn't she wasn't angry she was just completely but shocked why, why should you have to prove to anyone that you're like that you're gay that's a, that's a weird unless she was getting off on that that's a weird thing to ask someone to prove just because they want a double bed well you know what I think probably I'm so straight acting like she just was <laughs> so shocked <laughs> she was like now I'd be here with my princess I'm like let me get the vibrate let me tell you what lube to use honey <laughs> yeah but straight acting is not yeah. a word I don't think anyone would use to describe that's it. fine I'm completely okay with that <laughs> <laughs> oh my god that's too funny it's kind of weird to make people prove it like that is definitely yeah it's when i think back of it now you're like oh yeah that is a really weird thing to happen but she was totally like i can't believe it and she to make her like prove it to her she said if you if you guys are together kiss yeah and we did oh, oh, so yeah, well, i mean out of sheer awkwardness yeah, the guy yeah. would have been like oh, i think okay. i yeah, think i sure. was 20 so that was i was probably like so young being like okay well the woman told us to kiss <laughs> i've always been told to do this i'm told okay I'll do it. actually that's what got us to bed Did that make me a prostitute i'm just like how did you earn your bed I had to kiss for it. I mean, <laughs> kiss for bed is definitely yeah. a valid sexual, sexual transaction. I mean, I know like some nightclubs and stuff try and make you prove you're gay if you don't come across yes. gay because they only let gay people in. Yeah. Which is also not okay, let's be honest, because how do you prove you're gay? Yeah, yeah, uh, absolutely. And that's why, and you see it with women then all the time who, who are so angry because like, why should you have to look a certain way to be seen as gay or bisexual or, or yeah. just queer? Just you queer, know, yeah. Just queer, just, you know, whatever it is in an ally. <laughs> yeah, just why should you have to prove who you are to anyone? If you say you're one thing, just accept that. So do you think then we're coming out 
that it's different. I think it is now. I think that coming out is now different than it was when I was coming out than it was 50 years before that. You know, like... Do... Are you asking if I think it's easier? Like, I think I think how it's changed. That's how it's changed. I mean, it definitely has changed. I think the way the world is now, especially for us here in Scotland, we're pretty lucky that we have TV shows that show gay people. Yeah, like Drag Race is mainstream. Like it's the same. Who could have ever thought it? like it, drag would be mainstream? Yeah. It's a sin. Modern Family. They yeah. had literally Cam and Mitchell, two gay people raising a child, yeah. and it was never about anything other shit. Creek, a whole show about gay people and zero homophobia. Zero, yeah. yeah, in the show. So times are definitely changing, but at the same time, there still are bad things. It's still not accepted in a lot of countries. You have Florida. Is it Florida that's releasing that "Don't Say Gay" bill? That fucking is there another bill? What yeah. is it? The "Don't Say Gay" bill. It's where they can't teach for uh, God's sake kids in school about gay people because apparently when you teach people about gay people, straight people just seem to think you're only teaching them about the the sex stuff. Yeah, there is more to us than just sex. So in some ways, yes. The world has definitely gotten better towards coming out. Like, it's easier. I would say it's easier now because people are more educated now because they see it more. But do I think everyone will have an easy time? Absolutely not. Yeah, absolutely. Do you know, I have have a really good story um, about... Um, so I worked for phone lines in loads of different places and helplines and that, and there was a dying man who, a really old man, and was still talking to the you know nurse or whatever, and so he came out to somebody who was you know while he was on his deathbed, and they had no idea what to do with it. They never spoke to another gay person or anything like that, so they called up and spoke to the helpline, spoke to yeah. you know, and basically. It was just about him having the authenticity. To, what do you call it? Authenticity. Authenticity. Um, just like being your authentic self. Or something yeah. Like. So, so like you could do nothing for it. You know, you're not going to help. It, in, in, at the time, I was so young in it that, that you were thinking, you know, what can you do? This man is in his deathbed. But actually, just hearing a story was enough. Just be like, how does it feel to tell somebody that you're a gay man? Like, like congratulations, like celebrate it. It was such a nice moving thing that even though the nurse didn't know what to do, mm-hmm. she was still smart enough just to find it in. I mean, it was so long ago, it was probably like looking through yellow pages to find it. Or something, yeah, yeah. You know? can, can you remember what when he, when you asked what it felt like? Can you remember what he said? Yeah, great. He was just, he was elated. He was happy, you know, like in a happy, elated space. To, to finally tell yeah. someone, actually, this is who I am. Just this to, is who I've always been. And to be Thanks for it. Just to be sated, just to say back to him, like, how does it, congratulations, I'm really happy that you got to tell somebody that you were gay in on your whatever deathbed in your old age. It's so, so sweet. Yeah. At least it didn't pass away never having yeah. said it. Like, yeah, that, that yeah. Is, that's a pretty amazing story. And it's so sweet. It's so sweet to think that you have right up until the point that you don't have anymore to still make a difference in someone's life. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, that she didn't know what to do, but she was smart enough to look up whatever gay or LGBT, whatever the name was for the, for the, to come true to me, you know? And so it was so sweet. And I really remember that. Like, yeah, that's it. There's a, there's a lot of information out there now for people. Yeah. Like, if you need help with coming out, there is stonewall.org.uk here, which offers advice and gives you a list of places near you. Um, if you're here in the UK to speak to people or get support if you are struggling with maybe your child coming out as yeah. gay or trans or bisexual. So there's support for both the person coming out and the people they're coming out to, which I don't think there was much back when we came out. Yeah. There's probably some, but it would have been a lot harder to find because we were oh my god we're like prehistoric before the internet <laughs> yeah yeah absolutely when, like i said if you the difference between looking at the yellow pages and like being able to search the internet to find your micro of whatever it might be you know to you'll find somebody who's like you on the internet you know yeah. so i definitely think it's i think easier is the wrong word i think there's more help and more information out there for coming out now than yeah. there was when we were younger but it's still a hard journey so yeah. it's not to take away the difficulty it is to come out to somebody it's still a journey that everyone has to go but everyone who's come out has gone through that journey and you will continue to go for it yeah. your entire life unless things change and people just start asking when you meet someone ask them their orientation if they're comfortable telling you ask them their pronouns yeah because in that way they're not having to come out well they still technically i guess they still kind of are but you're being more respectful just not assuming that straight is the 
default setting for everyone. Yeah, yeah. Not e- is it, I don't think it's easier. I definitely wouldn't say it's easier. And everyone's coming up story is will be different. It's probably hard, harder for some people than others. Like it was harder for you than me. Yeah, My, yeah. Mine was rather easy. Yours was slightly more difficult. But now that there's so much education out there and so much support, there will always be something you can do to see if it can make it any easier for you. So if you are worried about coming out at all, there, there is a lot of information out there that you can find. There's a lot of support groups. Just do a quick Google search. You will find quite a lot near you if you live in the UK or states. Maybe some countries don't have that, though. Yeah. Do you know what? I always think the most important side, just talk to somebody. Yes. A doctor, if you spoke to your best friend, if you spoke to somebody you know online, some, like any side of it, just basically share your story. I don't need to do it, but that's the simple side of it for me. That's a good one, because if you're worried about coming out to your friends or family, come out to... Like, if you're... Like, I, like, I'm a Twitch streamer, obviously... You can find gay Twitch streamers and you could say, yeah. to, like, you come out in their chat. And it might just be literally admitting that you're gay or bi or something. But that's even that's like a step. Telling someone is a step in the right direction to being exactly who you want to be if that's if that's what you want to do. Because obviously not everyone wants to come out. But if it is something you want to do, but you're too scared to do it to your family, friends, come out to a, come out to a stranger, a complete stranger. Just tell them. Yeah. Can you imagine going up to a complete stranger and be like, hey, I'm yeah. gay. I, I don't <laughs> Hello, mean stranger. And they'll be like, hi, can I help you? And you'll be like, I'm gay. I don't mean like a stranger on the street. Like, not, like strange, <laughs> not like stranger danger. I mean, like, yeah. on, like find other gay people online and just say it to them. Because yeah. saying it out loud for the first time is a strong, oh, yeah. powerful ass feeling. Yeah. And actually, do you know what? Easier the second time. And Easier by the time you do it the 10 million time, which is when you're like 50, 15, 20 years into yeah. it you're like it's not a problem you're not you're not sitting there thinking about it it's just they said the wrong thing this is the right thing let's move on I don't even think about what you know like if, if they if they happen to say oh like you're your wife and I'd say actually my husband and I would just move on with whatever we were talking about yeah yeah but we're we're in our 30s now we've we've had experience of coming out so much in our lives but for like younger people who are maybe going through this for the first time just get the, get support. Find any support you can. See it to yourself in the mirror. If you're talking about younger people, do a TikTok. <laughs> oh my do god, fucking TikTok. that's it. Yeah. You TikTok. You don't need to come out. You just need to show your parents your for you page, and they'll be like, "You're definitely gay." <laughs> it's all of this. <laughs> yeah, you don't have to get dressed up in full drag, lip sync for your life down house boots to come out. You can. There's so many ways. But if to you do, do I would equally love to hear oh my about god. that. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I like. I'd, I would equally like to hear all of that. <laughs> So another part of it that I want to talk about is family and basically parents and what it's like once they come out. Or no, once you come out. Oh, hold on. Have I got this right? So once to, once you come out. To and, them. Yeah, to like parents and family and stuff. So when I, years ago, and it was it was like after I came out, I don't know why I started working for like switchboards and stuff like that and lots of charities. Um, but the one that I was most afraid of was parent support because as somebody who just came out, I didn't know what it was like to be a parent. And I remember asking when I was getting trained, mm-hmm. they were like, is there anything you're afraid of? And I was like, parent support, because I wasn't a parent and I didn't know what it would be like. And essentially, you would have parents calling up and just being like, I know my son or daughter or whatever is gay. What do I do? And you're just kind of asking about it. And essentially, you were waiting for them to come out to you, even though the parent might have already known. They probably found porno or something on the search history whatever it is you know I'm sure that that's how I'm sure my brother said at one point he was just like oh I was wondering why there was so much gay stuff on the computer because I didn't know how to delete search (laughs) at that point (laughs) it was a skill that I had to learn from the very start of this is a computer in our house (laughs) yeah I mean there's definitely support for families out there as well so if you do maybe think your child's gay there will be support for you I have a question though so if you were a parent and you guessed, you were just guessing your child was part of the LGBTQI, do you feel like you should bring it up with them or do you think you should just wait and let them come to you when they're ready? Oh, I don't know. It's it's a hard one. <laughs> I I had a friend before who said that his mom basically, remember Coronation Street had the big gay kiss and yes. it was a huge big deal and so this friend was like was watching Carnation Street with that kiss and his mom was there and the mom basically when they kissed and said do you think that he's really gay or do you think he's just confused and looked directly at the sun oh, <laughs> so wow. you can imagine the like pressure to just be like um, I think it's actually he probably is gay because it was still like is it a phase it was huge for its time yeah because I, I think about it in a way of someone from my family approached me just like my dad just approached me 
actually this this happened to me i guess oh yeah my dad just asked me and yeah. that just made it easy i was like yeah yeah i'm there we go work bitch yes yeah done i am i'm like when would it have came out otherwise in some ways it's kind of like maybe i'd be okay to kind of be like listen if you're a gay or straight or whatever yeah that just like that whatever you are that makes no no that makes no difference to me i love you no matter who yeah. or what you you know that you're my child don't basically. specifically be like i know you are this because yeah. you might actually be wrong because they might absolutely be bisexual and you just assume absolutely. they're gay so maybe don't just say oh i know you are just talk talk to them and be like actually or just even make up a story about a different person just be like oh, yeah i'm totally fine with that yeah being, like being gay is great or being bi is great being being trans is completely great and we'll support anyone who is and do it in that way rather than being like oh yeah i know you're gay but that's fine yeah just yeah. do it in a way of letting your your kids or friends know that if they are, they will be accepted. Do you know what's one thing that we never spoke about yet is about the weird part of the guilt? Because when you're when you're when you're not out yet, you're basically lying to people. So I used to have a lot mm. of sex. I'm not going to lie, I had a lot of sex. Wait, when I was, probably <laughs> used to. Yeah, yeah, like, like yes. So, but I used to tell. So, for example, my cousin, like one of my best friends now, and so I used to sleep with like guys and tell her it was women because I wanted to tell her so much what was happening that I was like, oh, this happened and then this happened and I was with this girl and I was with this girl. And then when I obviously came out to her, I had to say, oh, you know, all those women that I was talking about, they were actually men. <laughs> men. And she was so okay with it. And I was like, you fucking bitch, I want you to cry. Like, I I don't know. I became so demanding, but she was just no, so nonchalant being like, that's fine. And I was just like, what? What? There has to be more. <laughs> I don't think I ever felt guilt about lying. And I think the reason because I didn't feel any guilt is because I knew how gay people were treated. So yeah. for me, not coming out was safety. It was safety during high school. It was safety. Like, I don't think, I never thought my family would have an issue with it. Don't know why. I just never thought any of them really um, would. When, how, how old were you when you knew, how old were you? So your oldest brother was out first mm-hmm. and then you came out around when your younger brother, how, so how old was your younger brother when he came, or older brother, oldest brother was? Oh, I can tell you, I don't know what age, I don't know what age he was when he came out. My younger brother would have been 15, 16. Yeah, and yeah. And I would have been 17. Because it would have been like, to, what way, you would have seen what way their reaction was to your brother, which yeah. is still maybe making it difficult because you're still... I mean, my younger brother came out on the same day. Yes, my younger brother came out, and then I came yeah. out. Like, so you guys have a gay birthday. We have a gay birthday. <laughs> yeah. Yes. yeah, yeah. It's going to be like when you get a card every year. <laughs> but yeah, just you and my family were always going to be fine with it. So it wasn't even about them. It was more safety from everyone else in high school. Like, when you're younger, teenagers can be fucking dicks. Absolutely. They can be dangerous dicks. And we all know this. So especially when you're one of them, yeah. and you don't really want to get beat up for being gay, and you've seen it happen to your friends, it was safety for me. Just trying to fit in. So I think that's what I was. Yeah, so I definitely didn't feel guilt about not saying to anyone because it was a way to protect myself. I'm not going to feel guilty about wanting to survive. Yeah, I think I just tell so much bullshit stories that I was like, all yeah. these intricate stories about these women that I got off with were actually <laughs> men. <laughs> that, is, that is pretty funny. How anyone believed it was women, I don't know. Yes. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty funny. Absolutely. I, even now, it's kind of funny. I'm just like, I, like if, if I've slept with so many women in the bed and we've had the best cuddles ever, I'm just like, oh my God, this is amazing. <laughs> yeah, after spooning. Yeah, absolutely. Actually, we're coming up to the end of our show, so... Not already. Yeah, already we're at, we're nearly an hour. Wow. Yeah, it actually feels like we've only started fifteen minutes ago. That's we we took a little break. I think that was quite helpful. So we would actually love to hear some of your coming out stories, and if they're really funny or if there's a really funny part, I really want to hear about that part. Yes. So if you want to tell us your best coming out stories, there will be our email address and links to social media in the bio where you can just hit us up. I'm still figuring out about social media, so I will be turning to Graham to do the social media part of it for now. But I hope yeah. that we'll get it kind of up and running properly and a bit of like, what you call it? Ha- Cl- Clover and Haggis. Yeah, oh my God, you got it right. <laughs> yes, I got it right. Wow. I'm finally, like, I actually feel like Katia who's learning the name of the program after four seasons. <laughs> but, oh, yeah, which gets going, oh. Yeah, she spends like four seasons going, uh, no, oh, yeah, <laughs> and then the name of it, like, uh. <laughs> Wait, does, does that make me Trixie and you're Katia? No, that's not true. That no, true. I'm not funny enough to be Trixie. Sorry, um, talented. I can get my guitar out and just... <laughs> So yeah, hit us up on social media or email address with your best coming out stories. And if you are okay with it, we might read some of them on the next episode. So thanks very much for listening. And if you're enjoying this podcast, please don't forget to leave us a rating and we will see you on the next one.